You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Let's have a look at a set of results from a JSE-listed company, a retailer. Its name is The Spa Group, and with me now is the new CEO of Spa, and that's Brett Bottom. Now, I'm just looking back at the year and what you've inherited, Brett. It's a great company, and I enjoyed speaking to your predecessor enormously. But if you look back at March of last year, when everyone was stocking up ahead of lockdown, your numbers went through the roof. And over that year, there must have been some incredible changes for you to analyze. Tell me about that year, if you would, and also, of course, the six months that we're speaking about. Sure. Thanks, Lindsay. Yeah, you're right. You know, I think, I think looking back at that time last year, I was in, um, in a big distribution center based in, in Johannesburg in South Rand. And, um, you know, we, when this, when this, um, pandemic was finding its way to South Africa, obviously we were, we were all extremely concerned. A lot of unknown anxiety was abound and, um, concerned about what it would mean for our business. We did what we could, took the precautions that we could, tried to set up the protocols as best we could. And then we had this huge, as you said, spike or surge in demand in, in March as people loaded their pantries in advance of this of this lockdown that was coming our way. The the disruption of initially in in, um, in March and April and May, we, we saw a huge um, sales growth through our distribution centers and our retail outlets as as people in lockdown were who basically shopped locally, uh, where, where our stores are based in the communities close to their homes, where they were either not working or not at school. So, so we saw really, really good, um, demand coming through at that time. Obviously we were, we were impacted negatively by, by liquor, which was shut down and cigarettes, which we couldn't sell as well as, um, the, the f- ingredients and, and foods going into our, um, hot, um, home meal replacement, our HMR sections, as we call them. At that time too, we had, we had the build at our building materials stores closed for about five or six weeks. So that was obviously um, an, an issue for us to deal with. And, and at that time we needed to assist our retailers with what we called a, a lifeboat where we, we froze the, um, the, the credit arrangements for, with them because they obviously couldn't trade. So they couldn't, they couldn't pass for the stock. That was, that was the money that was owed to us, but we froze that. And then we emerged from that initial hard lockdown. Build it uh, to start with. Build it. They started to grow slowly, and then we saw a massive surge in, in in demand and in sales growth towards the back end of last year, and that has continued. And in the period we're reporting now, we've we've, we've reporting growth of 26% um, in our build it division. So really, really strong growth, um, and that's structural. So we're seeing a lot of we're seeing growth in cement of 30%. We're seeing timber uh, door openings, roof sheeting. Very strong growth. People are renovating their homes and, and extending their homes and building new homes. So, so uh, very encouraging to see. And, and in fact, our, our builded retailers with that top line growth they're experiencing and, and their, their, their profitability because of sales mixes, they're really in a very strong position. Do you think it's just a brief surge? Do you think it's a brief moment in time because people are suddenly saying, thank goodness we're getting vaccinated. Thank goodness we're not in lockdown anymore. And therefore we've got to go out and splurge because we've been saving over the last year. And therefore we want to do things. We want to renovate the house. We want to restock our bar or whatever it is. Or do you think that this yeah. is a long-term trend as the South African economy recovers? Lindsay, I, I, I would like to say that I think that that growth is sustainable, but I think you know, logic tells me that it will tape off at some stage. I do, however, think that our build it, uh, stores, because of the work we've been doing um, from an upgrade perspective and the, the remodels to the new look and feel, we call it Project B, uh, I think that we will see good growth uh, in that sector going forward, but I don't think that we can expect the growth to maintain at around the 25 to 30% mark.
Okay, let's have a look at the numbers now. Group turnover up 7.5% to just over 64 billion. Nice number. Operating profit up 28.1% to 1.7 billion also. Uh, diluted headline earnings per share up 34.4%. Interim dividend per share, which will delight shareholders, up 40% to 280 cents per share. Let's start with Southern Africa, your, your home base, well, this uh, particular spa group's home base. How did it perform? It's quite a difficult uh, period uh, which we've just which we're reporting on because we've really touched on on that um, huge demand surging demand in in uh, March last year. So we're up against that very very strong base. Um, the 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 performance of the core business in that 7.5 we've got spa we've got spa growing at 0.8 the core business liquors back backwards at 7.8 because we lost about. I think we lost 72 trading days in the period, about 40% of the total available days. So uh, a significant impact on our on our overall performance. Um, the 0.8%, a little disappointing, but given that um, t- we, we over-indexed in the, in the early stages of the lockdown last year, as I said, when, when people were, were shopping close to home and we, that's where our stores are based, um, as, as a lockdown started to ease into the back end of, of, of 2020 calendar year, People went back to the malls. We, we've seen that through the mall data we've seen, and we also see it through um, some of the um, apparel retailers delivering some good results. We did lose a bit of share um, to those big box retailers uh, sort of towards the end of last year and into early part of, of, of calendar year 2021. Um, in, in addition to that, our top brand being such a, being the strongest liquor brand in South Africa, we, we for, for many for many weeks last year, we were trading only four of the seven days, and we weren't trading in top stores on weekends. So, so we consumers in the past might have gone to a top store on a weekend to buy a bottle of wine or a case of beers and shop next door at the spa or super spa store. They no longer could do that because this top store was closed. So we, we certainly lost, in addition to losing the liquor trade, we lost some business in, in the spa, in the spa stores. Um, at the same time. So, so I think those, those two, um, uh, factors were played a huge role in, in our slightly disappointing, uh, sales performance. But having said that, we, we did perform admirably prior to that period. So it kind of was almost like a normalizing of, of the sales performance in, in, in that, um, the reporting period that we, we're looking at now. So I suppose for us, it's, it's where we are now. I'm looking forward, uh, for the, re- for the remainder of the year as to, as to what lies ahead. And, and, you know, we have a, we have this year, we've opened to date 43 new spa stores. Uh, sorry, not new spa across all of our formats. Yeah. Uh, we will, op- we will open, um, by the end of fi- our financial year, which is September this year, we will have opened about a hundred, maybe just over a hundred. We've got a whole, we've got about 170, uh, store upgrades and remodels planned for the remainder of this period. So, so some really good indications of, of retailer confidence uh, in, in the brand and investment coming through, which will obviously drive our top line growth, both our what we call um, organic, which is our like for like growth, and obviously then also our total growth. Were these store upgrades and these new store yes. openings planned? Obviously, the new store openings must have been planned because you can't just say, right, go and open a shop over there yes. and, and up it comes. Yes. So they must have been planned. But the store upgrades, you obviously haven't been resting on your laurels. You've said to yourself, well, during this relatively quiet period and difficult period, let's plan for the future. Is that what you've done? That's exactly right. But we've also, we have upgraded a number of stores in the, in the period under review, but, but we've, we've continued, to, we've continued to, to drive the store upgrade plan because Lindsay, for us, it's all, the number one measure for us at retail is our organic growth. The growth, the, the growth and success of our ex- independent existing retailers. And, and the key driver of organic growth is a store remodel or upgrade. So it, it's every year it's like that for us, but, 
through the COVID period, we, we just felt that it's the right time to, to, as you say, to, to drive that and make sure that when things normalize and when people emerge from, from the, what this lockdown, various levels of lockdown, that our stores are well positioned to take advantage. Very good. Okay, that's Spa Southern Africa. Let's have a look at uh, Spa Island and particularly Switzerland, because Switzerland used to be a problem child, but not so at the moment. Tell us about those two jurisdictions. So you're right, Switzerland, I mean, for years, my predecessor, Graham, was hammered by, by the market into, as a result of the, of the Swiss performance. And COVID arriving was really was a boon for us in Switzerland. Having said that, we, we had positioned ourselves well. So, so the Swiss business last year delivered an incredible result. And again, for the six months now, a really fantastic result. A nice mix of business there. We, we, have, um, we have a strong wholesale retail um, element, and then we also have a cash and carry uh, business, which, which, which supplies the, the gastro business. They refer to it as, as that. It's um, restaurants and, and health uh, guest houses and B&Bs and that kind of thing. Obviously, with, with the COVID um, lockdown um, restrictions imposed, the, the borders were closed. People shopped locally. They, they went into our spa stores. Many of them had, had never chosen spa as a, as a convenience offering in the past. They went in. They liked what they saw because we had done a lot of work on, on store, again, store um, upgrades and remodels on the back of some of our people from South Africa having gone across there. Uh, we introduced some concepts like our coffee concept, and, and that was, that was well, well received by the consumers. So we saw, we saw a, good, a lot of support coming through from a convenience retail perspective. We also um, have, during the period, signed an agreement with uh, Store Service AG, which had 60 petrol forecourt convenience stores into, into our mix there, which is really positive for us. So we will leverage some nice growth opportunities going forward as we increase the supply of goods to, um, to those particular stores. So that's, that's Switzerland. The Irish business, a, a very nice mix as well. We have suburban spa and Eurospa stores and also some other, some other retail banners. Uh, out in the out in the villages and in the towns and in some of the suburban areas, which which were, which really um, received great support from consumers during lockdown because they really had harsh re- lockdown restrictions in Ireland with their third wave. Obviously, the city centre stores like in Dublin were decimated because people people were not going to the city uh, centre. And then we've also got a strong uh, food services uh, uh, arm in in Ireland, uh, food services and a cash and carry arm. So they they supply restaurants and pubs. Which were closed. So as things normalise there, we, we we believe we'll lose a bit of business in those suburban stores as people go about their daily lives as back to sort of where they were before COVID. But we will then gain some business in the city centre stores and also through the um, through the cash and carry and food service business as restaurants, pubs, hotels, guest houses open up again. Briefly on Poland, you say the Polish business is focused on driving retailer loyalty and achieving break even. So it's still a loss making operation. Correct, Lindsay. So, look, the, the, the opportunity in Poland uh, is, is enormous. Unfortunately for all of us, and, and myself included, we haven't been able to travel, so we haven't, we haven't been able to go and visit it. Yeah. Uh, we, do have, we do have two South African executives on the ground there now, um, and, and that will make a big difference because they, they experience South African spa executives, so they understand the business model, they understand what makes it work. Uh, their, their lockdowns in Poland have been very harsh. They've had the highest infection rate, one of the highest in Europe. So, for instance, in the north of the country, where we're quite re- well represented with some of our biggest stores in malls, the malls were for all intents and purposes closed. So, so we really lost a lot of business in, in the north. In the south, which, is a, which was about 150 or 160 odd spa retailers who were onboarded when we started with this business, uh, their the, the support of the of the spa wholesaler at that, in the, at that stage was was literally zero, and we've grown that to 25 or 26 percent. 
which which is which is significant. However, it's it's a bit behind where we had hoped to be at this stage, and that's what that's what I mean when I when I say we 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 focus on driving the loyalty of those retailers because that's that for us is going to be the 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 the, the quickest route to to break even to get that figure to around the 35 40 percent loyalty mark and hang on to the loyalty which is higher in the in the stores in the north and as restrictions are lifted, um, that will that will get us to the break even mark. We've we've launched 14 new stores in Poland this year, and we've got another 17 to launch uh, due, for, for the remainder of the year. So again, a, a quite a nice um, store uh, um, rollout program in, in Poland as well. I remember speaking to Graham O'Connor, your predecessor, about a year ago, and I said to him, COVID is obviously a ghastly pandemic, but on the other hand, it's played into your hands because people don't want to travel or are not allowed to travel because of lockdown restrictions and that sort of thing. And so they go to their local sort of stroke corner shop supermarket and that was the spa and he said you're absolutely right we had benefited from that now that the um, restrictions are lifted do you think that people will go back to their old habits and say go to the you know the big mega store pick and pay or checkers or willies whatever it is and spa will uh, suffer market share wise that's for sure what what has happened and, and and that's what i was referring to just now so when restrictions started to lift towards in, in let's take south africa now Towards towards the middle part of last year, we saw that happening for sure. Yeah. But but for us for us going forward now, as, and and, I, and I've got to think that that when we look back on this period in a year or so, I think that most consumers will probably have gone back to to what they used to do and where they used to shop. But but it doesn't mean to say that we can rest on our laurels there. We need to make sure, and that's why we've got this the store upgrade program in place and increased focusing focusing on on marketing activity. We've split our, our merchandise marketing function. We used to have one one executive member looking after that in South Africa. We split that into two now, so we can focus on on procurement and merchandise, and we can then focus also on the marketing side because consumers are, are, are under pressure. We we we're mm. all a bit concerned about their financial well-being, and they are looking for value. They are looking for for promotions, innovative promotions. So we need to be in that space and 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 playing our part there. Uh, part of that exercise would also be uh, the focus on private label because it is a good opportunity for consumers to to seek out a, a, a value product at a, at a price which is more competitive than the proprietary brands. And, and we have a very good offering in, in the spa in the spa brand product. It's, it's a trusted brand, and and we've we've and you'll see in our in our um, uh, advert that we've grown private label at around about the four percent mark, which is well ahead of the rest of our business. So our focus will only ramp up in that space because it is a great opportunity for us too. Brett, thanks so much for your time this morning. Well done, and uh, good luck with the new position. That's Brett Botton, who's the new CEO of the Spa Group, whose results were released earlier today. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.